Real quick, before we get going today, I want to congratulate and send a shout out to the 2021 National Champions Men's Basketball, the Baylor Bears. Baylor put in a dominating performance against Gonzaga, the overall favorite to win that whole tournament, and Baylor completely shut them down. And now they are the national champions of men's college basketball. Like I said, incredible. Have to shout them out. Representing Waco, Texas. Glad to see uh, them win the title. Welcome back to I Have Issues. Coming at you this week with probably the largest pull list of books we've had so far during the 12 12 weeks of this show. But uh, yeah, man, it's going to be an exciting show. Got a lot to get through. A lot of Marvel, a lot of DC, uh, some independent books. But yeah, man, it's going to be a heck of a show. Looking forward to it. A lot of good choices this week. A lot of good books. Uh... I said I'm excited. Uh, thanks for listening. Real quick, be sure to go like uh, the page on social media, both on Instagram and Facebook. Both are at i.have.issues.comics. All right, so in the meantime, let's go ahead. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get started and get into the issues. All right, going to start things off this week again with the independence. Up first, we had Mighty Morphin, issue number six from Boom Studios, written by Ryan Parrott. Okay, so this is giving a little bit more of a backstory with Zordon, just a little bit about his origins, kind of where he comes from and whatnot. Uh, but the majority of the issue is also uh, the Rangers trying to get into the dome they've tried all these different things nothing's working they somehow managed to get a message from the inside uh from grace and she lets them know hey there's a weakening in there you know there's there's a weak weak point that you can get in and all the rangers are frustrated because now they know the military is pretty much going to go in there and nuke the the dome or try to nuke the dome to get it to break and so they're 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 all concerned because all their families are in there and they're worried that you know it's gonna kill them so so they're all anxious to get in there get going and they get in to the uh to the dome and it's uh not what they expect (laughs) so overall good issue 
that was Mighty Morphin, issue number six. Up next, we have Maniac of New York, issue number three, from Aftershock Comics by uh, Elliot uh, Kalan. I'm sure I said that wrong, but anyway. Uh, so this one starts starts up with uh, where we left off. Uh, both uh, detectives have gotten on the uh, <clears throat> are on the train. As Harry's chasing uh, Gabriella and the two children through the through the train, and it looks like it's about to be curtains for them, and all of a sudden Harry just kind of sits down. He hears an announcement on the on the speaker or the overhead overhead speaker. I don't know how you want to say. It. I guess from the uh, automated speaker. That's what I'm saying. The automated speaker lets them know where you're at on the train or on the subway. Let's know they're at this certain point, and then he just sits down. So they think, okay, cool, we're going to do this. The detectives get on, and you have a bit of a more, more backstory between the two. Uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's a pretty bloody comic. <laughs> really bloody, especially if you haven't read any of the first prior issues. But uh, shit looks like it's about to hit the fan. I don't know how how many more issues this is, or if this is just a mini series, or what what's going on. But man, it's it's gonna it's gonna get bad. I can I can tell it's gonna get bad. <laughs> bad in the sense that things are gonna start happening and it's gonna be crazy. Not good. Bad isn't bad for the characters in the book. Uh, so that's Maniac of New York issue number three. And finally, we had Carmen issue number two. So probably the first four to, no, it's probably the first six to eight pages have very little to no dialogue. And so I've read issue one on this. And it's a little weird because I'm still not 100% sure exactly what is going on. But, uh, so you're following Kata who I believe is dead. I believe because from the way it looks, it looks like she committed suicide in the first issue. And Carmen is just kind of like her host, I guess, through purgatory or through the afterlife or something. I don't know. It's it's weird, weird to see because she's just kind of floating, floating overhead and flying. She's seeing everything a lot of stuff so uh and she's naked the whole time which if you're not a if you're not a big person on uh, nudity or whatever then this is not the book for you because like i said she's naked the whole time <laughs> um and there's other naked people in there as this plane goes down and some of them are naked some aren't i don't know it's weird but uh like i said it's it's interesting because you know she's she being Kata is upset at her friend uh, Isco and it, it makes you think one thing that maybe they're together and that she's pissed off because he's cheating on her with her roommate but you find out that's not really the case she's like the other other woman or she wants to be the other woman more or less as kind of what it is but I don't know you go through this whole thing and she's upset and she's kind of shutting herself off from the world which I think in turn which is why 
which led her to want to commit suicide and all this other stuff. So, and Carmen is just kind of her guide, I guess, because, you know, she tries to talk to her and all this. She's like, well, this is what you wanted. You know, you wanted to be left alone and nobody here can, can interact with you or talk with you. But, you know, so she's like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. Real, really well drawn book. Uh, like I said, it's just, it's different. But I like different sometimes, most of the time. Uh, so that's Carmen, issue number two. All right, so let's go ahead and stick with Image Comics, since that was from Image. Uh, what else came out this week from Image? It was uh, Scumbag, issue number seven. Homesick Pilots, issue number five. Uh, Home, issue number one, a brand new title. And also, uh, Jules Vernon, Vernon's uh, Lighthouse, issue number one. So another new number one title. Okay. And from Boom, since we had Power Ranger, or had Mighty Morphin, which is a Boom Studios uh, comic. Also from Boom, we have Proctor Valley Road, issue number two. And... That was the only other Boom title. Boom only had two titles this week. And so since uh, Maniac in New York was an Aftershock uh, comics, also out from Aftershock, we have uh, Scout's Honor, issue number four. Phantom of the Scan, issue number one. And Undone by Blood or the Other Side of Eden, issue number two. That is a ridiculously long title. (laughs) That was the Independence this week. Good stuff. Going over, starting with DC. First up, <clears throat> we've got Batman the Detective, issue number one. This is a six-issue miniseries written by Tom Taylor, drawn by uh, Andy Kubert. Gotta say, man, I enjoyed this. I wasn't sure what to expect with this. The main thing I really like about this book is that Batman looks like the Nightmare Verse Batman. <laughs> So he's got the goggles, trench coat, all that other stuff. So to me, it looks dope. Uh, pretty much the premise of the story is he's Batman's by himself. He feels he needs to pick up and move other place, you know, move on elsewhere besides Gotham, uh, you know. And there's this there's this plane that goes down that had nothing but. Uh, people that have been rescued or saved by Batman so somebody is obviously targeting people that Batman has saved as some sort of way of saying oh they were supposed to die or something like that but Batman prevented all that so basically their way of trying to pay it back to what was supposed to happen and um, 
you know, you run into the new uh, new squire and knight uh, over in Europe. Um, and overall, like I said, it was it was a fun issue. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That was uh, Batman the Detective issue number one. Up next, we had Batman Urban Legends issue number two. Now this had four uh, four different stories in it. Uh, first one's a Red Hood story. Second one was a Batgirl story. Third, I believe, is an Outsider story, and the fourth one is a Grifter story. So, starting out with the Red Hood story, it follows up with uh, the previous uh, Urban Legends from issue one. You know, Red Hood kind of found this kid, and he saved him. Uh, you know, his mother had OD'd. His father was kind of a jackass and a low life. Didn't really care about his son. You know. It was very, very, pretty much almost a carbon copy of Jason. You know, Jason sees this kid as him. So he's going to save him. And he ended up killing the dad at the end of issue one. And so he's freaking out. He calls Oracle. Says, look, I I messed up. This, this, and this. But I'm taking care of the kid. Um, So, you know. And Batman's trying to track down a lead on something. And on, I believe, the Scarecrow, Mr. Freeze, apparently is the one doing all these particular things you know he's back active and stuff like that so they're looking into all this and so uh, so Batman pretty much goes to pay um, not right Nightwing Red Hood a visit because Oracle told him hey I got you know Red Hood's location you need to check on him something's wrong with him and they kind of you know have their usual type of clash (laughs) and you know it's it's a really good story but like I said to me it's a little shorter, but this would be this would read great, I think, if this was all solid one story from issue one into this one. But that story was good. The Batgirl story, I gotta admit, I read about four or five pages and thought, okay, I can't do this story, <laughs> so I skipped it. I just ah, couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. It's a Batgirl, really Oracle. It's a Barbara Gordon. So when I say it's Batgirl, I'm, I'm talking about Barbara Gordon, but it's really Oracle. And I just, like, I couldn't care less one way or the other. <laughs> I'd rather, if I'm going to read a Batgirl, if I'm going to read a Barbara Gordon story, it's got to be Batgirl. Um, so yeah, uh, so that was that one. Then the Outsider story was, eh, it was okay. I mean, I'm not the biggest Outsiders fan, you know. Black Lightning and uh, Metamorpho are trying to... Uh, to save Katana, who's been captured by, I believe, her mother-in-law. <laughs> and the mother-in-law's upset because, uh, you know, the uh, her son, or the I believe Soul Taker has been stolen from Katana. Or maybe his soul got drained out of Soul Taker. I can't remember which it is, but either way, they're having to fight to get to her and all this other stuff. And course everybody assumes that katana and black lightning are a thing and i don't know it's eh, it was all right it just like i said it was just there it was okay i could do one way or the other without it <clears throat> and then the last story and it was the grifter story grifter story was fine i mean you get a little bit more background on grifter um yeah i mean it's it's just kind of there this one was the first one i enjoyed uh, from issue one, I really enjoyed this one. Was just kind of there. Um, so 
but overall, like I said, for the Red Hood story really, really saved this book, in my opinion. And that's Batman Urban Legends, issue number two. Up next, we have Challenge of the Super Sons, issue number one. This is a seven-issue miniseries. This was actually a lot of fun. I really enjoy the Super Sons. Uh, Damien and uh, Jonathan Kent. Damien Wayne and Jonathan Kent. Uh, Robin and Superboy. So, pretty much, you know, the boys are going back in time. <laughs> or they're trying to... They're coming forward and or coming back in time from being sent forward. They're trying to prevent death, essentially, from different people, uh, different members, I believe, of the Justice League. So that's pretty much their their cue is they're trying to save, but they can't let them know that they have to save them, and they can't know that they were saved. All this, this, and this. Otherwise, they'll die immediately. So it's it's just. It's just a fun dynamic between Damien and uh, and Jonathan. So I, I I dug it. You know the art is is good. It's the Jorge Jimenez uh, art. Peter Tomasi wrote this book. Uh, but yeah, it's to me it's it's awesome. I, I really enjoyed this book. I, I enjoy all Super Sons. Well, here lately I've enjoyed all Super Sons. But yeah, so that's uh, Challenge of the Super Sons issue number one. Up next, we had Joker, issue number two by James Tenney and the Fourth, uh, with a backup story featuring Punchline. Uh, pretty much, you know, Gordon goes to, he needs help. He's not sure what to do. He wants to take down the Joker. And so, but he doesn't, he, he knows he's going to do it, but he, he wants the, I guess, he wants help. He knows he's going to need help. And so, you know, he gets in touch with Batman. He makes this makeshift back signal, and he's like, you're late. Because it took you a lot longer than it normally does. He says, well, Batman's just kind of like, well, dude, normally the bat signal's, like, large and in the sky. This one took a while for me to find. It's, like, really small and handmade, so (laughs) kind of hard to see. But so, you know, he tells Batman everything, but he's... The only thing he left out was that, hey, he's, uh, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> That's the only thing that he left out was that he was told that he needs to kill the Joker. So that's the only part he left out, but he knew he needed Batman's resources and all that. And, of course, Oracle chimes in, and Gordon ends up revealing that he's known that Oracle and Bat- slash Batgirl has been Barbara the whole time. He knows it. He's known it the whole time. So, you know, he's going back and forth and, you know, he has a meeting with Barbara and all this other stuff, kind of explains everything. He says, you need to keep this between us. He tells her everything, everything. So she's like, fine, I'll help you, but you don't cross that line. You bring him back. So uh, then you find out that the Joker has made a lot of enemies. (laughs) So not only does he have you know Gordon after him now he has other mobsters after him uh he has uh the daughter of Bane who makes uh, her first appearance in here uh the people of Santa Prisca basically make Bane's daughter into Bane now (laughs) 
uh, as revenge for, for Joker killing Bane. Uh, and then you have the Court of Owls now after her, or after him, after the Joker. And the Joker basically, I think, knows this. So he's plotting everybody against each other. Uh, and, and the punchline story is just her becoming a queen pin in, uh, in, in jail and stuff like that. So then there wasn't, wasn't a whole lot to it. I believe it was only like an eight page, eight to ten page uh, backup story. So wasn't a whole lot to that punchline one. But yeah, that was Joker issue number two. All right. Up next we have Rorschach. Issue number seven. This was cool. But I have no fucking idea what the hell was going on. I mean, I heard the point of it because there's a Rorschach. There's somebody talking to a detective in a Rorschach mask. You know, he's explaining that they came to see them and Frank Miller... You know, the writer, Frank Miller, makes a, a... You know, they pay him a visit, and he's in the book for quite a bit. The Dark Fife returns and all this other stuff. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, the art, of course, is fantastic. That's the thing is... I, a lot of people have said Tom King is a much better writer in trade. When you read his stuff in trade, it makes a whole lot more sense. It reads a lot better than it does single issue. Um, but, dude, it's... You know, like I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I just didn't know what was kind of going on. Uh, you know, they talk to the dead, they believe, and they believe that they're getting contacted by what they call uh, spaceman or space people or something. I forget what it was the the phrase that they use. Um, they believe it's you know. Uh, Will Myers, the guy that was the, uh, or Myerson, the one that got killed for being a Rorschach. And, uh, you know, a couple other people, they believed that they were talking to Dr. Manhattan. And that Dr. Manhattan was telling them certain things from afar, uh, or was communicating with their loved ones and this, this, and this. And I don't know, it's, it's weird. It was really weird, but it's cool. It, it, in the context of reading it, it makes a little sense, but in the grand scheme of things, it makes literally zero sense if you're reading this so far. I mean, a lot of this, I was I was just, you know, seriously just like, What the hell's going on out here? But <laughs> it was, it was fine, you know. I'm, I like this series. You know, I'm a big Rorschach fan. Maybe that's why I'm willing to give it a chance. <laughs> And willing to, to get it all the way through, but what can I say? That's uh, Rorschach issue number seven, and then finally we have Wonder Woman issue number seven seventy one. This is written by uh, Kulan uh, with a backup story of the adventures of Young Diana, which I will admit that was the backup story. I did not read. Just didn't like the art style story just wasn't for me again i read you know the first two pages of it thought nope not for me uh so this picks back up with wonder woman uh arguing with uh with thor she's like look half of your your people aren't coming back you know your warriors aren't coming back you know the valkyries aren't are missing you know are you not concerned 
you know, if you die in battle, you may not come back. Of course, Thor's just like, look, woman, you know, you're here, you're lucky. You know, obviously that means the Valkyries are working. You know, they're doing what they need to do, blah, blah, blah. He just wants to get drunk, essentially. This is, you know, brash, red-headed Thor, not Marvel Thor. But, uh, so, um, she's like, look, she goes, can you not tell that the world tree is dying and things aren't right? Thor's just like, yeah, whatever, woman. So, so Diana goes on her own. She still can't remember everything. She dies in the process. Uh, gets told, look, you're wasting your time. You know, you need to hurry up and get out. You know, you are needed, you know, by the Pantheon. Which meaning the, uh, her Pantheon, the, the Greek uh, Pantheon. So, she tries to get out, you know, She's going to go visit the World Serpent and all this other stuff. And she has a trade-off for him uh, that if, <clears throat> you know, she brings it something that it won't eat her and this, this, and this. Or if, it, if she brings it the uh, one of the eggs of the uh, eagle at the top of the world tree, that would suffice it and it will, will assist her. But, man, this is a, it's a really good story. I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and that's Wonder Woman issue number 771. Okay. Also out from DC this week. Here's Superman issue number 30. Uh, American Vampire 1976 issue number 7. Sweet Tooth The Return issue number 6. And Batman and the Scooby-Doo Mysteries issue number one. Honestly, I did think about getting that just because I thought it would be kind of cool. <laughs> but yeah, that was all from DC this week. And finishing up today with Marvel. First up, we have Children of the Atom, issue number two. Um, this was a fine issue. I mean, it was fun. Uh, it's just kind of showing the the beginning of this is kind of showing uh, one of the the Archangel type uh, young mutant who has his powers and whatnot. Um, kind of how his life is and kind of how he's making sacrifices things and he's not the prototypical you know when you look at him you know they think oh you look at him oh he's tall you know he's you know athletic he's you know this this and this but he's really smart and he applies himself they think oh well he doesn't have you know all those type of typical you know atypical type of stereotypes 
And so, like I said, that shows the beginning of it's him dealing with that, you know, all those things, and him hanging out with his, you know, with the other uh, other mutants. Uh, and the other half of this is pretty much the Avengers going to the X Men, saying, "Hey, look, you know, you've got, you know, a bunch of underage kids that are practicing, or you know, that are being heroes, you know, that are out there." risking their lives and you have not taken them you have not taken uh, they, they haven't taken refuge on Kokoa you know they, uh, pretty much that if they didn't get them that uh, uh, the cradle may try to take them out take them in and try to re-educate them and he's telling this to Mystique and to Storm Storm is like look we'll deal with our own for your sake you better hope that cradle doesn't get involved so the Avengers are kind of just at that. So overall, like I said, it was fun. Uh, I, I certainly will keep reading it. I, I will. I will like to see. I would like to see more and kind of what exactly where it's going to go. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm enjoying it. That's Children of the Atom, issue number two. Up next, we have Daredevil, issue number twenty-nine by Chip Zdarsky. Uh, this was really good. This was a very strong contender for pick of the week. Uh, freaking Electra's training, uh, the girl that she rescued whose mother died, uh, during the symbiote invasion of King and Black. Uh, she's training her to not be weak and she's kind of showing her, look, you know, we're doing this and, you know, this is how you, this is how you project strength by inflicting fear into others more or less uh, and she's like she's she's basically telling taking uh, the uh, I guess not the kingpin but I guess kingpin's replacement for hell's kitchen taking money from basically look you don't pay the you don't pay her you pay me for protection and you stay away from here and all this type of stuff meanwhile you know Matt's Matt Murdock is in in jail still uh, and he knows he's being poisoned <laughs> and there's a reason for it somebody's trying to take him out uh, like I said the art is is fantastic the story is great uh, since I've been reading uh, Daredevil and for what I have I've read the first I want to say tw- 10 to 12 issues I can't remember where the second trade left off but I've read all that, and then of course I jumped in at 25, where da- Electra took over as Daredevil. And <clears throat> so, from what I've read, it's all been really cool. So I'm really enjoying it. So that's Daredevil issue number 29. Up next, we had Guardians of the Galaxy issue number 13 by Al Ewing. Um. I thought that the last issue was his last issue, but apparently, I guess I was wrong. Uh, this was fine. I mean, it's <laughs> it was kind of a I don't know. I don't, I don't you know because they they have two sort of plots going on because the guardians are split into two different teams. Uh, you had I forget some group attacking uh, a planet 
and half of the Guardians went over there to stop that, which is from Nova, uh, Quill, Gamora, Rocket. Uh, you had them go over there and stop them, and then you had the other team with Drax, Moon Dragon, uh, Marvel Boy, and I forget who else, Quasar, I think. Uh, they basically are on like a scouting mission, and they see these like another group of scrolls that have invaded this planet and killed everybody, burned everybody. <laughs> so I don't know. It's it, it was okay. It just to me it didn't do a whole lot. Uh, I maybe he's setting up for the next guy, or maybe he decided he's gonna keep going. I don't know. <clears throat> Either way, uh, it was an alright issue. If you're not reading Guardians, you can skip it. Um, if you are reading it and you're not sure if you want to buy this one, I wouldn't even bother. <laughs> but again, it's okay. Uh, that was Guardians of the Galaxy issue number 13. Up next, we have Maestro War and Pax issue number 4 by Peter David. This was really freaking cool. I've enjoyed all these uh, Maestro books. Uh, so the last issue left off with Banner getting turning back in, or you know Maestro turning back into Banner, and you know the Pantheon has him captured. Well, he is being encased in this metal, not adamantium. I believe it's dynenium or dyranium or something like that. But it's supposed to encase him and keep him from being able to move. And that was how they were planned on uh, keeping him captive and all this other stuff. Meanwhile, Banner's having this inner conversation with Doc Samson in his head. But then he gets basically, gets, or, yeah, but either Doc Samson or Doc Green. I think it's Doc Samson. And Maestro comes in like, what the hell is wrong with you, Banner? You see your mommy and all of a sudden you, you become weak again. And he ends up, you know, Samson's playing the therapist. Like, no, no, this is perfectly fine, you know, kind of making excuses. And Maestro's like, no, you're weak. And he picks up uh, Samson and he breaks his neck <laughs> and kills him. He's like, listen, if you you know what they're doing to you right now? And he says, they think they've got us trapped. He says, but with you in charge, we will be trapped. So it's time you let me take the wheel and you just back the hell off, essentially. And he ends up, Maestro ends up taking back control of their body and breaks out and just starts murdering fools. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have uh, a rather rather new character. Well, not new character, but you rather you have a uh, <laughs> you have a formidable foe that it looks like they're going to start spreading all over the place because he was in Guardians at the very end. And this particular doctor, who fancies himself the smartest man alive, and wears green. Is also in this uh, <laughs> dystopian future of Maestro, and he's trying to take over. I believe Dystopia was the name of it, of the city that Maestro rules. But no spoiler on who it is. I mean, I kind of give you a good enough hint, and you could probably guess it. But I digress. That is Maestro issue. That's Maestro Warren Pax issue number four. I think that's coming to an end with one more issue. So big fight at the end will be really cool great way to end it up next we had non-stop spider-man issue number two 
I read issue one. It was cool. It was fine. I liked the, the art style. And in this one, I like the art style with, you know, the overlapping panels and, you know, sideways drawing and all that other stuff. That, that whole lay, the whole layout is really cool. The story, it started off looking like it was going to be all right. The story, I'm just, I don't know. This, this issue really dropped it for me. I, I just, meh. It, the story itself just isn't doing it for me. I'll probably give it another issue or two. But, like I said, it just, you know, Peter, they're looking for this drug. They kind of got it narrowed down that it only targets minorities that are smart or that have higher brain functions uh, than other people. And just smart people in general, you know, but it affects minorities greater. So, like I said, I, I really don't know because that is a cool plot, but then there's so much other stuff going on, and I'm just like, eh, it, nah, not for me. But I will give it an, I will give it a chance, at least another issue or two, and hopefully it redeemed itself. That's a nonstop Spider-Man issue number two. Up next, which was the runner-up for pick of the week, we have Spider-Man, Spider's Shadow, issue number one. This is a four-issue series. This is basically a what-if story, which is really cool. Uh, I didn't know it was a what-if story until probably this week, (laughs) right before I bought the issue. I, you know, read up on that it is a what if. So I thought, oh, well, that's cool. Uh, So basically, this is what if Peter never gave up the symbiote? What if he didn't let, you know, what what if he kept it? You know, and it has a lot of consequences um, because he didn't let uh, Reed Richards examine the statue you know the the suit and it's starting to influence him a lot more he's very aggressive all this other stuff and he he can't control it you know the suit just acts off his instincts you know and he looks like he's going down a dark path a very dark path that is so not spider-man um Overall, man, this was really great. The artwork is fantastic. There's not a whole lot I can say about it that without giving a spoiler away. Um, but yeah, man, it's 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 great. I I really enjoyed it. Like I said, runner up for pick of the week for sure. That was that one. I went back and forth with that and the, the pick of the week. So that's a uh, Spider-Man, Spider Shadow, issue number one. All right. And then finally, we have Wolverine, issue number 11. Finally, we are back to Wolverine facing the vampires (laughs) and Dracula. Uh, You know, Omega Red has, I believe they've taken him in on Krakoa, but they send him out, you know, like, hey, you, you know, you can go, whatever, get out of here. But they've been tracking him through his uh, carbonizer, carbonite, synth- carbonite synthesizer. Uh, they've been tracking him through that, and of course Wolverine's like, he's gonna, 
they're gonna find out dracula's gonna find out that that you're tracking them you know beast's like no 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 just be patient it'll trust me we've got this wolverine the whole time is paranoid like, nope nope this ain't gonna work I'm telling you hank this ain't gonna work so <clears throat> so he's chasing them or he's following up um with omega red and all this other stuff keeping tabs on him and you know you find out the vampires are trying to strengthen themselves they're trying of course they want to be able to be day walkers it's where they don't have uh, hardly any weakness at all um and you find out uh, an ally of wolverine that he has been hoping with the nightshade that they she's been turned into a vampire uh gabrielle i believe is her name she's been turned into a vampire now and logan's trying to keep that a secret and you know it's it's just one it, it's really cool i like the direction that it's going in i wish they didn't have such a big gap <laughs> to pick this story back up like you know because but you know x of swords to precedence and then of course they had the maverick story in between which was cool but you know hey this would have been great to get this all in one instead of having to spread it out well that was it wolverine issue number 11 all right also out from marvel this week we have fantastic four issue number 30 this is uh following i guess this is in the conclusions of uh, king and black uh iron man issue number eight uh black cat issue number five uh, King and Black Namor issue number five. I believe that is also wrapping. That's in the conclusion of the King and Black event, which ended officially last week. Uh, Iron Fist Heart of the Dragon issue number four. Dark Hawk. Uh, Dark Hawk. Heart of the Hawk issue number one. Power Pack issue number five. Thor and Loki Double Trouble issue number two. Uh, Iron Man Magazine issue number one. And finally, Star Wars Bounty Hunters issue number 11. And then there is one other Marvel book that came out this week. And that's right. Sir Cates, you gave us, once again, pick of the week. Okay, taking it home. Pick of the week this week. Thor, issue number 14 by Sir Donny Cates. This is the Prey finale. I gotta admit, this was a very quick read, so this may be the quickest pick of the week thus far. Anyway, so it's opening panel is Donald Blake standing in front of everybody. Sif, Beta Ray Bill, Loki, Throg, Lockjaw, Odin. Uh, Volstag, and of course Thor the Destroyer. It says, and lo, and wadding through the world, of, through the blood of the World Tree, as it mixes with his own, the shadow of the Thunder King, the man who never was, Donald Blake, the Dragon, comes at last to face his creator, his earnest father, his earnest wild father, and Odin says to him. Stay down, Blake, if you wish to live. And then uh, Loki says, 
as one who has intimate knowledge of these kind of things, I do so wish you disobey Father's commands. Blake uh, powers up and he yells, If I wish to live, that is all I have ever wanted. He says, But you, you wouldn't let me live. Why? Why would I let you make me like this? Why would you make me hurt? Why do I feel so much pain? All of a sudden, Blake gets knocked backwards. He goes flying down the Bifrost Bridge. And you hear, uh, pain? You know nothing of pain. And it's Thor in the Destroyer armor. And he starts running back towards Blake. And he says, but I promise you this. You will. And then Blake, all of a sudden, he summons Mjolnir to him. And he laughs and he says, huh, well now, Thor... I would have words with, and Thor not giving him it the time of day in the destroyer armor just punches Blake right across the face. Didn't give him a chance to do anything. And he just starts beating the holy hell out of him. Kicking, punching, stomping him. And he drops Mjolnir. Thor says, no. No more words. <clears throat> and then Blake says, I, uh, <coughs> I agree. Oh, brother, did you think this would work? Trying to kill me with armor made by Odin? As he tries to uh, start ripping off the destroyer armor. Uh, and then Odin yells, that is enough. Mjolnir to me. And he calls Mjolnir towards him. Only it doesn't go towards him. The person it goes to yells out, nay. Odin yells, beta ray bill. Bill says, you have your weapon. And I believe I am owed one of my own. He is the one who summoned Mjolnir, and it came to him. And then he throws it at Donald Blake. As it hits him in the back and falls back, he says, As a war master of Asgard, I say thee, this ends now. Steven, if you will. Him calling to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange says, you have, uh, you have felled uh, many with the Odin Force dragon. But magics come from places you have never imagined. Let us see you break the crimson bags of Sidorak. Crimson bands of Sidorak. And then uh, <clears throat> Beta Ray Bill goes, Thor, are you? Thor responds, well enough to stand. Thank you, friend. You are. <laughs> Bill cuts him off and says, time for that later. I am afraid our battle is far from over. And Blake is yelling, no, I will not be caged. Not Again, not ever. Odin then says, I believe I will decide that. You are right, Donald Blake. I created you, and that, that was a mistake. One I am long overdue to make right. Blake looks back at Odin says, Then stop talking and do it. Make it in. I never asked for this. I never asked to be the son you threw away. Please. Please, just just make me what you always wanted me to be. Make me nothing. Odin then raises up his uh, his sword. And he says, very well. Loki, of all people, says, no. Blake yells, do it! So Loki grabs the broken piece of the staff that Blake had. And he uh, magically welds it together. 
pieces it back together as Thor yells for him, Father! And Loki throws the staff towards uh, Thor, yelling out to him. As Odin is about to deliver the final blow, he tells Blake, Consider your prayers answered. Thor catches the, the staff, slams it into the ground and says, Nay, you will do nothing, Father. As he comes back to life, and he summons back Mjolnir to him. He says, I am the king, as his physical body has come back from the uh, from that dimension that uh, Blake was from. As he steps out of the destroyer armor, he says, I am king, not you. <clears throat> Odin falls to his knees and says, Son, this this is my problem. I I caused this, created it. I have to fix this. Thor says, I, this, all of this is your doing. And you have my word, Father. You and I will come to a reckoning. But not today. Odin says, son, I, Thor cuts him off, says, I trust you know your way out. Odin's pleading with, with uh, Thor, says, son, please. Thor closes his eyes, says, give mother my love. Odin distraught, says, I, of course. <clears throat> then Thor walks over to Donald Blake, turns around, looks at Doctor Strange, says, Stephen, release him from these bonds. <laughs> Doctor Strange, uh, surprised, is like, uh, Thor? I don't think that is wise. He has... Uh, and Thor yells back at him, I will not ask twice. Doctor Strange reluctantly says, Okay. Very well. Blake confuses. Why? Why are you doing this? What game is this? Why would you spare me? <clears throat> and Thor looks at him and says, Because you are my brother. You were made for my father. Whatever it is that's in your blood that makes you what you are also flows in me. So no, Donald. I will not kill you. But then again, I have never been above hurting my brothers when they fall out of line. <clears throat> And Blake, no, wait, I, and the lightning comes over them. Loki says, brother, as Thor had struck the lightning to hurt Blake as he's laying at his feet. <clears throat> Thor then turns to Loki, says, Loki, what do I do with him? And Loki, of all people, Loki says, he has done evil that is true. He has caused a great deal of suffering and pain. And, in a way, he did those things because of how he was made. Of a path that was chosen for him. Did not ask to be born into this family. I will handle this. Thor says, Loki, what will you do? Loki looks back at him, closes his eyes, says, brother... You asked me to lie for once. Tell me. Do you want me to lie to you now? We then cut to a dark dungeon. We see a torch get struck. And a voice says, Wake up. Blake, confused and terrified, says, Where, where am I? Loki then is revealed the one with the, that lit the flame says look around you 
you are home as this giant snake slithers down and is hovering over Blake as he yells, No! Loki says, You wanted to be a real god, and so you shall have it. I renounce my title. It is yours now. Congratulations, Donald. You now sit on the throne of the God of Lies. Ever shall you reign as he slams the door and Blake yells out in pain as the snake hovers over him with acid dripping on his face. And that's it. That's the conclusion to the uh, Prey storyline. That is Thor. Issue number 14. That is pick of the week. Four. April the 14th, 2021. Let's go ahead and wrap this episode up now. Thor. Thor, Thor, Thor. The mighty Thor, the god of thunder, taking home pick of the week this week. Thanks for joining me. This has been I Have Issues, issue, uh, issue number 12, episode number 12, whatever you want to call it. Maybe I just had to call these episodes issues now, you know, since it is called I Have Issues. Anyway, uh, this has been the week of April the 14th 2021 a lot of great books this week uh hopefully hopefully every all y'all have checked it out be sure when you check this podcast out make sure you go ahead and subscribe uh leave a review comment all that type of stuff go to social media uh share it share where you're listening to this on uh give an opinion of it i guess on social media and go follow on social media on facebook and instagram both at i.have.issues.comics i probably need to work on that because i keep messing it up if i say it too fast but uh anyway that's another discussion for another day so what did you guys think was the best book out this week was it spider-man spider's uh shadow was it daredevil maybe it was carmen Maybe it was Power or Mighty Morphin. Maybe it was Wonder Woman. Maybe. I don't know. You tell me. Anyway, I've been your boy Vasos. This has been another episode of I Have Issues. We'll see you back next week with more of my issues. <laughs> <laughs>